Training part three. Just in case you have not been following our series on training over the last couple of weeks, this podcast episode is a continuation of something I heard two weeks ago in a training session I attended. The instructor said, you will always default to your level of training. Now, out of that precept, I had a spiritual insight. As believers, sometimes we train poorly, yet want to operate in great faith. It is my hope and desire over the next few weeks to unpack the weapons we've been given by God to do spiritual warfare. As a reference point, last week we used Ephesians chapter 6, the A portion of verse 14, which talked about having your waist girded or tightened with truth. This week, we'll deal with the B portion of that same text, which is the breastplate of righteousness. You have heard the saying that you can't legislate morality. The implication is that you can't make people do what's right no matter what you put into place because they're going to do what they want to do when they get ready. A person's heart must be bent in the right direction if true change is going to take place in their lives or in our culture. When Paul talks about having on the breastplate of righteousness, he's addressing the Christian soldier's commitment to live out of the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. The breastplate on a Roman soldier's armor was critical because it protected his vital organs. If the heart, lungs, liver got hit, it could be a death sentence while in battle. You and I both know the struggle we have as human beings to live up to the standard of God's holiness on the battlefield of life. Sometimes you win, sometimes you lose. At any rate, if you love the Lord, you keep on struggling, knowing that the race is not given to the swift or the strong, but they that endure until the end. Sometimes you're in a sprint and, of, and at other times a marathon. But in the life of the Christian soldier, most of the time living holy, y'all, is a marathon. Jesus Christ made us the righteousness of God when he died on the cross. And we accepted the, you know, the gift of salvation by faith in him. However, that does not absolve us from the responsibility to live righteously. To put on the commitment to do what is right is to make a decision to live by a higher standard. Uh, it is not a popularity contest. It is not about what culture thinks is right or wrong. We live by the standard of God's word. This can be a struggle, you know, because more often than not, we're driven by what we feel, hear, think, and experience, all of which help to fuel what we like and don't like, which makes God's word look unattractive, even if he's for us all the time. See, the key to developing a righteous life is to love what God loves and hate what God hates. And when responding to the world, we must do it without being malicious, dogmatic, or unsympathetic to those who are lost or even struggling in their Christian walk. Because, as you and I both can attest, it's just hard sometimes being human. And while God is never for sin, he is always for the sinner. God condemns sin, but he loves the sinner. Often we struggle to know the difference. The fight to negotiate our condition against God's holiness is always a losing battle because God is holy and we are not. But when we live out of a commitment to be holy, we find mercy for our journey because God knows our heart. To put on the breastplate of righteousness is to live out of our regenerated place and not our condemned place. This perspective is critical if we are going to survive. We must recognize that Jesus paid it all. But in the same breath, 
We have a responsibility to live up to the price he paid. This can be a precarious place because it gives the impression that we're trying to earn our salvation, but we are not because we can't. People will confuse our desire to live righteously with trying to be a goody two-shoes. You know, you're trying to be better than somebody else, but they misinterpret what they see. We are only seeking to wear the gear we have been assigned because we know without it, we are dead on the battlefield of life. God's righteousness protects our vital organs, the heart that pumps for him and the lungs that breathe for him. See, to do righteously is to live with the expectation of making good decisions all the time, even if we fall short sometime. In other words, we can't live wrong, doing wrong, participating in wrong, and expect to be celebrated for it simply because we are covered in the righteousness of God. There must be a commitment on our behalf to live in appreciation for the gift we've been given. To put on the breastplate of righteousness is to consciously wear what Christ gave us through his sacrifice on the cross. However, it is also a daily dying to self so that what he died for, listen, doesn't seem in vain. This is not easy because we must contend with the sin in our own hearts. But the truth of the matter is that we are no longer slaves to sin, even if we struggle to overcome it. Sin does not rule over us unless we rather be wrong than right. And if that's the case, listen, we need to check to see if we've truly been born again because a heart bent on sinning and not living righteously implies the absence of God in the life of that person. To practice sin is to be in collusion or agreement with the enemy and Satan is never for us or Christ in anything. So why would we partner with him in destroying the witness of Christ in the world or our lives? For the Christian soldier, we live our lives from the posture of victory and not defeat. Once again, this is true even if we fail. Our enemy is already defeated. He knows it and we need to remember it. Every time we make a conscious effort to wear our breastplate of righteousness. We stand in the righteousness of Christ and the finished work of the cross. If we fail and fall, we always fall forward because we are saved by grace through faith. And that is not of ourselves. It is the gift of God. There is no turning back. Second Corinthians chapter five, verse 21 says this, for God made him who knew no sin, to be sin for us, that we might become the righteousness of God in him. So when you wake up in the morning, put your gear on, suit up and boot up, fasten your life with the truth of God's word and cover your vital organs with the breastplate of righteousness. Listen, because we don't want you to get hit by any stray bullets during the day. We need every soldier we can find to stay on the battlefield for Jesus. We need you out there. Let's go take the world for Jesus Christ. I'm Dr. Alvin Summers, pastor of East Cameras, the First Baptist Church of Indian Trail, Marshville, North Carolina, and you've been listening to Soul Food.